Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi there, this is Ketrin and Kim from Kim and Kat's Stay Alive, maybe. Coming soon to dread Howling Village. Howl! That was a good one. Thank you. From the visionary director of The Grudge and The Grudge 2 comes Howling Village, where after her brother goes missing, a young psychologist visits an infamous haunted and cursed location known as Howling Village. Why are you doing that to yourself? (laughs) No. To investigate his disappearance. Oh, that's right. And uncover her family's (gasps) dark history. What's in our family? Howling Village will be available on demand everywhere on August 17th and on Blu-ray September 14th. Hey, Sammies, it's Ketrin. Our episode this week is another live show that we recorded earlier this year. We will be back with our regular episode September 1st, so we will see you then. Before we get into the episode, I actually wanted to take a minute to talk to you guys about a little movie that Eric and I were privileged enough to go get to see. Um, Go get to see? Get to go see. Get to go see. There it is. Gosh, when Kim's not here, I can't. I can't talk right. They're not even asking us to talk about this. I just thought it was really great and want you guys to go watch it. Uh, It's called Faking a Murderer. It's directed by Stu Stone, written by Stu Stone and Adam Rodness, and then also starring Stu Stone and Adam Rodness. It's out on VOD and digital platforms everywhere. Again, it's called Faking a Murderer. And for those of you that love true crime, true crime documentaries, one in particular... Uh, this is definitely a movie for you. I actually don't even want to tell you like that much about it. What I will say is that it was equal parts really familiar and also really refreshing, the take on it that these two guys had. So go and watch this. Again, it's called Faking a Murder. It's out on VOD and digital platforms everywhere. Eric and I got to go see it. We're telling you it's good. Go watch it. Okay, here's our show. Bye, Sammies. Dread Podcast Network presents. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no-no! Big no-no! Sex equals death. 
Okay. Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Drunk whore. Yay! Happy Halloween. I'm going to light my ceremonial candle so that we may begin the festivities. <laughs> we are Kim and Kat from Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe we do a horror movie comedy podcast. And tonight we are going to tell the movie to our friend Paige, the madam of horror, to see if she can stay alive. <laughs> Everyone, give a big welcome to the page. Yay! Hi! Hi! How are you? We're good. Um, everyone, in the comments, please say hello. Hi! Oh, thank you. Um, we'd love to know who's here. Yeah. Um, obviously, since it's drunk horror, we're going to start off with a fucking shot. Here we go. So Man, I'm not ready. I'm not ready either. I have a, okay. a, a fucking, um, what Kim, it is a peanut butter whiskey, but ma'am, a mason jar, a mason jar of peanut butter whiskey <laughs> from Catherine's house. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to put it in a shot glass. Also Ooh, guys, I haven't drank a shot in since January. So, so you guys are in get for crazy. a shot glass. Oh, cute. Oh, my God, I love it. There's my shot glass. It's my favorite shot glass. Nice. I just poured a massive shot. Nice. All right. Shall we cheer? down. Hold on. Does everyone have their shots ready? Yes. Everyone listening. <laughs> Dino Hall's out. Tits, Tits up. up. Cheers. Oh God. It's so delicious. It's like a spicy peanut butter in my throat. Butter whiskey. I missed you. God, it's so good. It's so have you had it before, Paige? Mm-hmm. God. It's so good. good. It's, it's like so sugary though. And I, I know drink and drink it, but I had to just stop. Yeah. 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 Um drinking. I also have a pumpkin now, which I was very excited to drink a pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where did you? Eric had trouble finding one, but I did get a limited release craft cider pumpkin flavor. Oh, <laughs> already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished. I think I just finished the word flavor. You did. You. Or <laughs> oh, here we go. Kim is drunk off Ashot. <laughs> this is very exciting. Um. Mackenzie Parker's here. Oh, Mackenzie! Yay! Uh, so I guess we're going to say what we're going to do. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so the also, idea... 10 out of 10, guys, for this one. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, so if for those who have not heard our podcast, what we do is one of us will tell the entire movie of a horror movie that the other one has not seen step-by-step play-by-play. And then we play a little game to stay alive. Normally one of us tells it, you know, I tell it to Kim or Kim tells it to me, but today we are both going to tell it to the madam of horror herself, Paige. Horror. I get to play tonight. and so we give points it's really up to us we get to decide if you're living or dying or what's happening yeah Um, when Paige gets a point we'll drink when she doesn't get the point she drinks right and everyone else drinks every time time the bell dings and doesn't ding and always should we do that thing where if we say Hmm. Like if we say a certain word ever. Oh, you fucking bitch. Okay. Yes. Uh, (laughs) If anyone has suggestions, put them in the comments. Um, Nothing crazy. That's like a word that we're going to say a thousand times. Yeah. We don't make it like the. No, no, no. Like baby. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Dread Central's here. Woohoo. RS. I don't know who that is, but hello. My Aunt Liz, hi. (laughs) So I was just going to say something when you were talking about scorekeeping. Oh, what I was going to say was, for those of you that don't listen to our podcast, so every question, you have an opportunity for two points because one is what the character would do and then the other is what what Paige would do. So in actuality, one of the points is not arbitrary. One of the points is right or wrong. And then the other point is if Kim or I like your answer. So, yeah. Right. Ketrin is freezing for me a little bit. Is, am I freezing for anybody else? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Great. Great. Um, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, what words should we, should we do sunglasses? Okay. Yeah. Let's do sunglasses. Horrible imagining. Like Interesting. Sunglasses. Great. Hand in hand should lead to a shot. Night. Oh, Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. So, if so you do hand something- in hand is like when you do some, when, when you say what the character is going to do and you decide to do the same thing. So you're like, oh, we're going to do it hand in hand. Yeah. I don't know how I can do that on any shots. We'll see. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> cut to someone says, we say that a lot. <laughs> Kim, how am I, how am I looking? How am I looking for you right now? Did I, did I catch up with myself? Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're okay, good. Okay, great. It just like was a little spinny for a second, but it might be mine. And I don't know. Um, yeah. Normally at the end of things like this, you would kind of be like, hi, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. Here's where you follow me. Da, 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 da. We're assuming we might be drunk. So we're just going to get that out of the way right now. Yeah. Um, so Paige, where can yes. people follow you? What do they need to know about you? What's going oh, on? Okay. I have a horror blog called Madame of Horror. You can find it at www.madameofhorror.wordpress.com, I think. Um, if you Google Madame of Horror, my Facebook page comes up and a link is there. I think that's the link. Um, my Instagram is at the real page Taylor. And again, I'm on Facebook as Madame of Horror. So please follow me and let's chat about all things horror together. Yes. Uh, I am Ketrin, um, which I don't know if I'll know that by the end. So I'm just going to say it <laughs> now. Um, and I'm my co-host already. is, yeah, you're my co-host. Yes, Kim, Kim that's you. Burns. 
Kim Drunkerly Burns. Oh my God. Um, I haven't seen this lady in so long. Yeah. I guys, I, I didn't stop drinking in January. I've had like three drinks since January total <laughs> on three separate days. So I haven't yeah. even had more than one drink at a time since January. So needless to say, I told Kim to do the first half <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> this is and I'll be so yeah, you can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and you can find us on social media at KK Sam podcast. And then um, we have a Facebook group too. Uh, yeah. You can join our Facebook group. It's called Sammy's stay alive. Maybe. And uh, everything's on our website. Kim and Yeah. Is there any other business? Do we need to talk about more things? Everyone. Uh, give me one. I haven't been drinking a lot lately either, so I already feel that tequila shot. Oh, yay. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Give me one second. Um, what's everyone else drinking? Put it in the comments. Mackenzie says, finish your drink if either Kim or Kat makes up a word by combining two or more. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. Well, Mackenzie, yeah. we're not trying to give everyone alcohol poisoning. um all right do we have any other business oh there's something else that we do on our podcast where when we don't know things about like like real life things that happen we are like oh we're gonna post mortem this which is like where we go and do research like in our patreon but tonight we decided that we're just gonna drunk history the shit out of this so (laughs) i'll just be asking ketron about what that exactly means and she'll be asking me and we'll tell you yeah, and here's the thing. Even if I have no fucking idea, I'm sure as shit going to talk about it like I do. No, yeah, no. You're going to tell us the exact right answer. I am. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm ready to do this. Is everybody ready? All right. Out. Tits. Oh, we're doing another cheers. Tits up. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm very excited. Yeah. All right. This is... They Live. Yes. It came out in 1988. It's directed by our friend, John Carpenter. The writer was Frank Armitage, which AKA is Ketrin. Who? I forget. <laughs> Drunk history. Drunk, oh, uh, the, the, um, the cousin of Fred Armisen. But he changed his name so as to not be so closely associated because they have very, uh, d- very different political views. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Except it's the pen name for John Carpenter. <laughs> that too, as well. John Carpenter, cousin of Fred Armisen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well known fact. Yeah. So um, John Carpenter actually wrote this, but he like put a different name on it. And it's based on the short story, Eight O'Clock in the Morning by Ray Nelson. Oh, so we start with the characters and Paige has to guess if they end up dead or alive. Mm-hmm. So number one, Nada, who is the one, the only Rowdy Roddy Pipey. I just said Roddy Pipey. Roddy Pipey. Roddy Pipey. I know who that is. The wrestler, Rowdy Pipey. Okay. Well, now he's Roddy Pipey. I'm just going to like picture the rock. <laughs> oh. From here on out. <laughs> you know sure. what? I'll give you a little. Um, so he was a wrestler um, 
I guess he was a wrestler in the 80s, 90s. Okay. Sure. Uh, this I do know about him. So he's from Canada and he used to wear a kilt. That was like his huh. thing. Yes. Everybody wore a kilt. He also guest okay. starred in an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. About a wrestler. He'll always be Rowdy Pipey now. <laughs> Rowdy Pipey. <laughs> uh, so is he dead or alive? Um, He is alive. And then Frank slash Keith. Both dead. <laughs> <laughs> Both versions of him. Just Holly. Holly. Yeah. She's dead. Drifter number one, hat beard. Meaning okay. he wears a hat and has a beard. But he's a drifter, so he's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Gilbert. Gilbert. <sighs> um, alive. Drifter number two, Clark. Dead. Paige. Yeah. This bitch. Did I feel it? Out of fucking nowhere (laughs) and gets five out of six on the dead or alive. God damn it. That is. Oh, yeah. That's the best score cumulatively that Kim and I have ever had on an episode of our show. So nice work. (laughs) I I, I know my drifter deaths. So there you go. Okay. Um, here we go. So we start, it says they live and it kind of turns into a a spray painted wall. And the music is very like, um, tall bass playing. Yeah. Throughout like night court or something. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Bass player. Was the bass player on Night Court too? It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Little known fact. Um, <laughs> so, and we start, we're on like a train tracks, and that's where like the graffiti is. Um, mm-hmm. And we see Roddy Pipey, not in his kilt, regular no. um, 80s man jeans. He's got um, kind of a Rambo, um, like when he first gets to town vibe, where he's got like a big backpack. You can tell he's like carrying all of his belongings in one thing yeah. kind of situation. I see. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a, he's a, he may be a drifter himself. He's got a, yeah. a sack, a satchel. And um, <laughs> he's got a sack. Okay. <laughs> he's walking. Uh, like maybe he just jumped off one of the these like trains that are not for passengers. Right. Mayhaps. At the mm-hmm. tracks where Kim was hanging out as a small child. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where all the cool kids were. So and then he's just walking. Damn, we should have suggested drink when Kim adds to her Foley sounds. <laughs> yeah, I do do a lot of Foley sounds. Yeah. Hey, it's never too late. that thing is going for like the first five minutes of this movie so i'll like it's it goes forever um just the whole background also john carpenter did the music for this i feel like that's like halloween three so i feel like it is very john carpenter yeah yeah Yeah. so he's walking forever and he's like looking at the city like we're in a big city we're in los angeles let's say are we yep we are exactly Um, in los angeles Definitely a city, and he's walking around. A lot of lot of scenes in this movie take f- five minutes for mm. something that I could say for thirty seconds. He's mm-hmm. walking, yeah, goes to what I assume is the unemployment office, and there's like the job board, and it's just mm-hmm. like empty, 
And then he like talks to some lady and she's just like, we've got no jobs. (laughs) Very much just like, no. And he's very much like, you know, I've had some tough times. Like I just came from Detroit and Mm -hmm. somewhere like that. So anyway, back to the streets, walking around again, boom, 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 boom. And he kind of goes to a park area and there's this like a street preacher there. And the preacher is all like um, preaching, preaching. Like he's like the snakes of the world and and they're taking over. They're taking over our leaders and they're recruiting the rich and the powerful of our people. And And, um, a cop car pulls up. So Roddy's like, goodbye. I'm going to keep walking. Um, And then he gets to. Basically, it's nighttime. He's in sort of like an alley with like some like unhoused people um, sleeping in the alley pretty much. Um, He's kind of outside like uh, someone's apartment where they're watching TV and he can hear the lady talking and she's like, I just want to be famous, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, On TV, right? That was on on TV. 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 Oh, I thought she was like in her living room. No, no, it's like somebody That's, watching it on TV. <laughs> and honestly, I want like 10 more minutes of that, Kim. I want like that character from you. <laughs> Why won't anybody hire me? I don't understand. <laughs> I want more of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Miguel's giving me more of the preaching. They are our owners. They are all about you. They're all around you. Like these are the things that he's saying. Miguel um, coming in in the clutch, like always. I know. Except there's a 10 second delay. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, but again, like above him now, he sees like a police helicopter. So they're just like around. So now it's the next day and he goes to a construction site and tries to ask her a job. Um, I think something racist happens. Yes. Uh, Because basically the guy was like, uh, it's a union job only. And then he like looks over and sees a bunch of latin men uh, standing Speak, around speaking spanish around. and um, there's just like a look and mm-hmm. then he like looks at him and says he has his own tools next thing we know he's working there so that huh. was uncomfortable yeah um but then he's working and he's got his like wwe wrestler bodies with his shirt off and he's like yeah work? listen he's not my type as a whole but like his Neither, shirt but, I was but like, like his shirtless self oh. is my type. Uh, yeah. No, he could pick me up and throw me around. That'd be oh, okay. yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but he, uh, uh, what was I going to say? She's a WWE and he's working. Oh, you know that fucking work, 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 work. He's like the music video for that. Like literally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Work, work. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Oh, Fifth Harmony. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love making fun of that song. I know exactly <laughs> But yeah. also, is, is anyone like, I'm sorry, is anyone like super turned on by that music video, though? I'm super. Yes. I'm very turned on by that whole music video. <laughs> my acting teacher okay. like, showed it to us like in class once because she was like, my like, I don't know, seven to 10 year old was watching this music video and like, I'm uncomfortable about it because I'm watching it. And like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, he's a construction worker. Roddy Pipey is in the music video currently for work. work, work. <laughs> yep. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Then we see another construction worker. And it's Keith David, who 
is named Frank in this movie, and he's in a lot of 80s movies. He's in The Thing mm-hmm. as, uh, I don't remember, as, as Jonathan. No. I don't remember his name. But he's, I know him from uh, Requiem for a Dream. He was like the super bad guy in Requiem for a Dream that makes Jennifer Connelly blow him. Is he? Yeah, that's him. That's what I know him from. That's that's who he is in my nightmares when I see him because it's that's terrifying. Yeah, uh, he's in some other '80s movie too. Where are our comments? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah, um, I, I, I think I pretend he's Frank from Hellraiser. Great. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> more uh, I love it. Shirtless beefcakes in there. I love it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, he's a beefcake. Um, so. More of like a bald black man beefcake, but you know, yeah. it's great. So he's in platoon. Someone said, mm. yeah, child, child, child. He's child's in the thing. Child's. Thank you. Not okay. Jonathan. So, um, am I freezing? No. Mm-mm. Are we all frozen? For me. No, no, no. So I'm just making sure. And then, okay. So basically, somehow people can all tell from his satchel that he doesn't have a place to live. Um, so, um, like, like the head construction man is like, you can't sleep here. So find another place or whatever. And um, things like that. And so then... Frank Keith, Keith Frank, um, comes up and is like, Hey, like I know a place, um, where you can stay and they have hot meals and things like that. Question number one, do you go? And does he go? Ooh, um, he definitely goes. And, uh, Sure. I You're go. gonna go too because there's okay. no sign yet that I'm in a horror film. This is very like just '80s construction working. Working, so yeah. sure, yeah, great. Uh, hand in hand, hand in hand. Cheers, <laughs> cheers. Definitely point for him. I think point for you too. It's fine uh, to go. Yeah, I think it's fine to go. Okay, so we all three of us drink. Cheers. I just cheers. did. Okay. Okay. Hand in hand. (laughs) So we come to like an encampment that's in a big kind of field and there's like families there and people are like making food and stuff like that. Like it's a whole kind of set up places, but it is like tents and things. Right. Yeah. Um, And I would call it more like an abandoned lot just because like a field we're in like a city. So it's like more like an abandoned lot as opposed to like a field. Correct. Yeah. It's like on a street basically. Yeah. Um, and so Frank's showing him around and he's like, Oh, this guy slicked back hair guy, Gilbert, Gilbert. he's good to know. He'll help you with anything. And he's then like, Gilbert is a guy that's helping like serve the food and stuff like that. Um, so now Frank and, um, Roddy Pipey, sit down and like eat their food and they kind of like talk about their lives together. And like Frank is like, I have a wife and two kids back in Detroit, but like they started shutting all the steel mills down and things like that. And they talk about the war or like Frank 
definitely talks about the world of like, you know, that's life. Like everyone is out for themselves and it's like, they cut all the steel mills. So like, like at one point in time, we gave a break to the steel mills. And then like, what do the people do who run them? They give themselves a raise. Right. Mm -hmm. And then fuck over everyone who's like working there. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's clearly a statement on the 80s. And then it's like nothing like things that happen today. So it's really, really really interesting. I'm Um, glad that we got all of these problems just totally figured out and everything is fine. Totally. Now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, um, but Roddy Pipey is like, no, I believe in America. Like, I'm just going to like do my work and get my money, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And now it's nighttime. We're in the encampment lot. Roddy's like playing the harmonica like you do. And then he kind of starts to like wander around and see what people are doing. So there's these two guys watching TV. So these are drifter number drifter number one and drifter number two. So drifter number one is like hat and beard guy. Mm-hmm. And drifter number two looks like Clark Griswold kind of. Erica's asking night night time. No, I would I would just say it's it night night time because it's like you think it's night night. Oh, it's four a.m. So yes, night night time. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Thank okay. you. <laughs> like night time. It's like night night time. Right. Um, and so these dudes are like watching TV, and it starts to go all scribble scratchy. And some other guy kind of like gets put in, and they talk about how it's like a hacker who's like done this. This is like the second time tonight. So it's like someone kind of like usurping the feed. signal, yeah, signal. And he's talking about how we we are all asleep, and that like very recently, like this, um, uh, we we started doing this thing uh, <laughs> because scientists, uh, a movement, if you will. Uh, scientists have like recently discovered that they are sending signals like an, like some, some they kind of thing Mm -hmm. and that the poor and the middle class is growing and racial justice and human rights are no more. Again, I can't relate at all. (laughs) Um, And then our street preacher happens to be like on the sidewalk right there. And as this guy is talking, the preacher is like saying the words with him, Mm -hmm. like just kind of on his own. Like he's just standing there being like, yeah, not weird at all. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And the guy on TV is like, you know, say like, they want us um, like goodbye to like your consciousness, like the way that they survive is for us to be asleep and for us to stay selfish and all of these things. Yeah. Just so different. It's a different <laughs> world. Um, I did hear that um, John Carpenter wrote this maybe as a statement on Reaganomics, which Ketrin is um, what? Uh, an expert on. I am yeah. an expert on trickle down economics, which is when uh, wealth right. uh, you it uh rains down from the heavens Tr- it trickles down yeah That's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and actually, everybody yeah and everybody gets it everybody rich and mm-hmm. then that no money trickles down to the people that aren't rich exactly yeah it's like That's a delightful it. little rain shower of riches yeah. <laughs> so um 
so back in the encampment, it, like across the street from it is this church. And so our friend Slickback Hair Gilbert, who like knows everything or whatever, goes up to the preacher and, and um, uh, Roddy Pipey is just watching all of this. Like he's just like taking notes, like, okay, okay, you know, um, and Gilbert goes up to the preacher and they're clearly like arguing a little bit. Like we can't really tell, um, but we can't hear them, but he's like clearly upset with him. Um, also the people watching TV, they all start to get headaches. Like Roddy Pipey, like holds his oh, head and they're all yeah, like, that's oh, right. my, head, my head, they all have headaches. Um, and then like the, uh, Gilbert like brings the preacher like into the church. So now it's the next day. And, um, we are in the encampment and, um, uh, Roddy Pipey sees Gilbert and he's like, oh, hey, like choir practice, like went really late last night. Like kind of being like, what the fuck were you doing at 4 a.m.? Like going into the church and stuff like that. Like what was going on, you know? And, and Gilbert's like, oh yeah, like we cook for a lot of people. So they let us use our kitchen. Like, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Back to the guys watching TV and the, the feed comes in again from this other dude. And he's talking about um, like the sleeping middle class and like, basically there's this signal source coming from, from the them, you know, and we need to shut it off, but we need to do it from the source. Right. um, And then it kind of all cuts out and it just goes like beep. And it's like channel 54. Like they all just are like done and they all have headaches again. Um, And so that all happens. And Roddy then watches Gilbert watch all of this, like going on, like the feed cut out and everything. And then he watches Gilbert go into the church question. Number two, what do you do <laughs> and what do they do? Or, and what does Roddy Pipey do? Um, okay, so wait, what? So he watches everybody go into the church? Yeah. So yeah, like the TV cut off right. and Gilbert seems to know what's going on, but Roddy's just standing around watching. And so, and Gilbert like runs into the church across oh. the street. So okay. what does Roddy do next and what do you do? Um, he follows because that's where the story leads. I, <laughs> uh, I, I follow too. I know I shouldn't, but I follow because I'm like, I'm curious. Uh, so Kim, I'm going to say that isn't a choice <laughs> in and of it. Yeah. That isn't a choice in and of itself that would get her killed. So, so, Paige, are you doing this hand in hand? I'm doing it hand in hand. Hand in hand. This is not planned. That's a devil thing. And a hand in hand. (sighs) Double ding is a waterfall for everyone. Right. Do you see what I mean, though, Kim? Like, I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes into the church, but he goes kind of to like the back door to like Mm -hmm. the behind room, not where all the pews and shit are. The backstage of the church, if you will. Area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he could hear like a choir singing inside. 
and he goes into the backstage and there's a table there and there's like chemistry shit everywhere like meth lab question mark i had the same question mark and he's kind of like looking down all the table and it's like meth lab meth lab meth lab sunglasses yeah yeah oh oh Oh, is that that our keyword okay sunglasses god damn it (laughs) (laughs) and then on the wall is painted they live we sleep Uh yeah and then he says (laughs) and then he says oh he sees excuse me he sees (laughs) Uh, a tape player that is playing the sound of a choir. There's not right. actually a choir. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like that. No, I don't either. So now we see, I don't think he sees this. We see now in the pew area, the, the, the main stage. Of yeah. The, the main stage of the church. Right. Um, Gilbert's in there. Uh, I think maybe preachers in there also. The guy from the TV is in there. So the one that's been all like, they are keeping us down. Like they are killing the middle class. Like da, 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 da. Oh, a tape player. <laughs> it's, an, it's an ancient Touché. artifact from the days of yore, McGill. <laughs> I was like, did I not say that word right? <laughs> <laughs> this was like an old, old school tape player too. Like yeah. it was just like big, giant, like dirty wheels. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, they're all in there talking about the signal and how the signal went out and how they like basically they keep trying to take over the TV signal so they can get their message out from the sky mm-hmm. that's talking and they're like it's not working because they keep shutting us down so they're like there has to be another way like maybe if we start recruiting more people like da 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 and at that moment in the backstage, Roddy Pipey um, kind of like trips and falls backwards, like Ugh. into a wall, <laughs> and the, the wall kind of breaks open. Like it's kind of like a hidden door almost. Right. Yeah. And so he like moves that aside, and it's like a little hidden tiny room with alcove inside, an alcove, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will. <laughs> so there's cardboard boxes inside. But then the preacher comes in and like basically chokes him, but then starts just feeling over his face. And then it turns out the preacher is blind. So So he's all like, let me feel your face. Um, But so Roddy Pipey, like real quick, like covers the wall up again. So it just looks like a normal wall. You can't see anything, but he didn't take anything or whatever. Well, and also he's blind, so he really can't see anything. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't notice notice that Roddy Pipey knows what's inside that alcove. Right. Um, But he's all like, let me feel your face. Let me feel your face. He feels his hands. And he's like, oh, a working man. Like, la, la, la. Um, And Roddy Pipey's just like, okay, okay, bye. And like leaves. And as he's leaving, there's more police helicopters outside and like right above them. So many helicopters, Paige, like just all the time. The fucking popo. Yeah. All right. And um Alcoves and Hearths will be the new spin-off <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it was an alcove. <laughs> AKA Tiny Room. Yeah. 
so he kind of like runs across the street or something, but because people inside hear the popo copters, um, uh, Gilbert and like some other guys run out with sunglasses on. Yeah. Oh shit. God damn it. And start looking up oh. at the copter. So um, now we see the drifters talking. I don't think Roddy Pipey hears this. I think this is just us, but he, so Hatbeard is talking about how he's been hearing shit on the streets that like people are talking about some kind of like epidemic of violence and that like, like just kind of end of world shit pretty much. Kim, I literally, so I'm following along. You said epidemic of violence as I'm reading epidemic of violence. And then I wrote end of world shit. Nice. Well, I got the important parts in apparently. It's just weird that, okay. Anyway, (laughs) we took the same bullet points. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Roddy. Oh, so yeah, they're talking, doing that. But Roddy is busy talking to this kid, um, basically asking him for his binoculars. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Like he says binoculars. We're just watching it from a distance. So it's just him being like, yeah. Um, and then next thing we know is binoculars. So. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Um, but as that's happening back at the church, Gilbert and 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 sunglass friends are mm, mm-hmm. oh, are sure. putting boxes in cars. Um, oh, it's because Roddy has his binoculars, so he's kind of like chilling now, like on the other side of the street with his binoculars being like, I'm gonna watch you. And so he starts watching them like carry out boxes into and putting them in cars. And Frank comes up, Frank Keith. And he starts to tell Frank Keith all about everything he's like seen or whatever. And Frank is like, leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. I'm trying to live my life. I don't want to get involved with your crazy shit. I just want to fucking walk the white line. Just leave it alone. Question again. <laughs> we do numbers on normal yeah. time. I just used to be in question yeah. number that, and then I don't yeah. have them. But, uh, <laughs> three, three, number do, three. Three. Do you leave it alone? And does he leave it alone? Um. Can it be like he does for now? Like he drops it? Like okay. he's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're going to see this again, but like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll leave it alone. And then um, I'm like, <laughs> the fuck I will. <laughs> what is this shit? So. Oh, okay. Now, okay, we're getting into dangerous territory with whether okay. or not Paige is staying alive. So what are your thoughts on this, Kim? <laughs> Okay, she's not going to leave it alone. Uh, Like, she just said she's not going to leave it alone. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, because it's also like, well, we know things. But if Paige doesn't leave it alone, it doesn't mean 
that she's she going to make a whole bunch of That's true. Doesn't, it doesn't mean that she's going to do some other things. So Okay, let's give it to her then. We're going to give a point for Paige. No point for Roddy Pipey because he, hand in hand like you, is like, bitch, I ain't leaving it alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> point for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. So does that mean I drink once or none? You don't drink at all because you got the point. Right. Yeah. And, but, well, no, because you didn't hand in hand either. Um, yeah. yeah. Roddy Pipey is like, um, he's like, because Keith Frank was like, I like to walk the white line. Like, I'm, I'm trying to stay straight. I got kids and I threw myself <laughs> on a beach. Like, Thank you, organic bride guy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I love it. Um, and um, he's like, I like to walk the white line. I got kids in Detroit. Da, da, da. And, um, and Roddy Pipey's like, the white line's in the middle of the road. It's the most dangerous place to drive. Yeah. And if you could just picture every single line that Roddy Pipey says being said exactly like that, like Kim's impression was spot on. He doesn't talk much. And then he only says like, hi, organic bride guy is back. Oh shit. Hi, back. Hi. What was I going to say? Ooh, now I got distracted. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, he said something. He said something really cheesy. But oh, all of important. his lines are that. Like, all of his lines are like, huh? Yeah. 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 But okay. he's never just having a normal conversation. Like, no. he's just like, he's like looking for an opportunity <laughs> to like drop the mic with every sentence yeah. out of his mouth. There's yeah. I'm getting it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Kim, we're redoing this movie and we're casting you as Roddy Pipey. <laughs> I'm in for sure. <laughs> My wrestling moves are prepared. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what was happening? White line. Wait, now wait. it's nighttime. <laughs> so Roddy Pipey is binocularing and then it's nighttime and he's still binocularing. He's yeah. just stays there forever binocularing. And um, so he's just staring at the fucking church. And then all of a sudden he looks up, there's another fucking cop helicopter. But now the guy is sitting on the edge of the fucking copter with his gun drawn. Yeah. Ooh. Like shit's getting very real. So then people start running out of the fucking church and then fucking cop cars start like driving fuck up really quick. Like people are, mm-hmm. and people from the church are like getting in cars and running away and it's cop cars, cop cars, cop cars, cop cars. And then it's fucking cops in riot gear like running up followed yeah. by a fucking bulldozer. Yeah. Oh, the cops have themselves an RV. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that from? My favorite. Eric knows. Um, I know it's, it's diehard. <laughs> I know. So they fucking have a, a bulldozer. And um, then what they, so it looks like, like all the cops pull up to like the, the, the church <laughs> And right. they all have like their guns drawn at the church and it's like church, church, church. And then the bulldozer comes up and turns into the fucking lot and starts just bulldozing oh. the encampment. All of their shit. Oh, no. All of their yeah. shit. And like, then the riot still in, just yeah. like, like, so it's like chaos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think it's just. Yeah. 
with a couple with a couple like <laughs> oh yeah because it starts monster tracking yeah exactly yeah um so yeah they're like bully dozing the whole thing I noticed a little burp snap behind Paige and I probably drank <gasps> oh, for those that don't know Sam we call burp snap from a a drunken mistake I made in episode 10. Um, and he's like our unofficial mascot of the podcast. Yes. Little burp snap. Um, so yeah, it's like honestly kind of sad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because it's straight, just like they're literally just it's just chaos. Like ever it's like families, it's just they're just like running, everyone's screaming. It's like nighttime, there's cops everywhere, and it's just like they're literally just like yeah. What I find really funny is when we were choosing a movie and one of the options was something about co- Maniac Cop and we were all like, mm, it's a sensitive time. Like maybe we don't want to do a movie that's got like a Maniac yeah. Cop. Cut to They Live and it's just like, well, can't get away from it. Cool. Here we go. <laughs> it's like, let me yeah. tell you my feelings about the po- uh, political statements. <laughs> <that time. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, right before an election. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's just happening for like a pretty long time. Like, it's just like, whatever. Everything's, everyone's, it's chaos, chaos, chaos. Roddy Pikey kind of like runs away down into an alley. And he's walking down the alley and like kind of in a corner, he sees like a bunch of cops kind of have the TV guy, the guy on the TV and the preacher like up against the wall being like, we know who you are. And And they start like beating the shit out of them. Yeah. And then there's like a kid hiding. And when I say kid, I mean like, oh, it's binocular kid. But he's like a teenager, which in the 80s, he's like 35. Yeah. You know, (laughs) because Griswold also had a daughter. Who I was like, is that his daughter or his wife? Like, oh, I thought that was his wife. But she said daddy at some point. And I was like, <laughs> or she's but, like, daddy, I have a headache. But did she mean, did she mean daddy, daddy or did she mean daddy? Do you ever play that <laughs> game, Paige, but I used to work at a restaurant? <laughs> Maybe it's more of an LA thing, but we'd always play that game being like, is that a a daddy situation or a daddy, daddy situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so he's like, binocular, 35-year-old teenager, hi. And the, the kid's real scared. And he's like, come with me. So he, like, helps him. And so they run down the alley, like, into it. Like, they avoid some cops and run into a building. And um, Clark Drifter and his wife daughter are in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some other dude. And so he's like, binoculars, go hang out with Clark and his wife daughter. You're a family. <laughs> um, this is your son brother <laughs> yeah things got weird in this in this camp things got weird um so they're in some room um and and uh roddy pipey is just watching through the window that was oh. me through the blinds <laughs> i was like what the fuck now <laughs> and then it's more shots of like the <laughs> It's more shots of the cops in the encampment ruining everything. Yeah. Between the three of us, we're one bulldozer. We're, 
<laughs> Maybe we should be that for Halloween next year. A bulldozer. Oh, one part. You get to yeah. do the caboose. <laughs> I love it. So now it's someone needs oh. to drink. Pay the drink. Pay the oh, drink. Cheers. Cheers. I think I think she was concerned you were getting low. That's why. Oh. Um, I'm like so halfway through. Mm. I've got a said. bottle of tequila, guys. Wow. <laughs> it is a full bottle of tequila. What was the reason for a second shot? I don't remember, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you guys could do it. Yeah. Um, so now it's the next day. Mm-hmm. And we're in back in like the camp lot, but it's like kind of empty and destroyed and stuff. So people are I'm, all the like, regular people are just there like picking stuff up. Like our, our son yeah. brother is like picking yeah. things up and like um, the church kind of looks uh, from the outside that it's, I don't know, been invaded a little bit. And so uh, Roddy goes into the church into the backstage then he sees the wall where they had painted, like, they live and we sleep or whatever, and it's been mm-hmm. painted over in white. What does he do next, and what do you do next? Question number four. He starts chipping away at the wall, and, and he's like, I knew it said something here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I just so leave, because, like, why am I there? I want to give a, a hint. Okay. I never get hints because you're, we do this all the time. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's the hint? I have a hint. It's more that it's something we've talked about in the backstage before. Oh, the wall. Mm -hmm. He goes into the wall. Oh, hand in hand. We both go into the wall. Cause I want to see what's in the wall. Cheers. Double ding. Double ding. Um, Please pause. I need to open another beer. <laughs> Uh-oh. Guys, I haven't had a pumpkin beer in so long. I'm so I know. I'm kind of jealous. Okay. <laughs> um, hand in hand. Good job. Very nice. He does go into the wall yeah. and he grabs a fucking box. Okay. In the alcove. In the alcove. In the alcove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's my aunt Liz. <laughs> Hi, Aunt Liz. And um, so he John takes- Condon is with me. That you're playing favorites. Moving right along. <sighs> Moving right along. I am playing favorites. You do this all the time. I know. This is his right. first time. Continue. <gasps> Also, I can't. This is straight at the wall. I mean, maybe he would have fallen in. I know. She was, <laughs> that's why I gave her a hit because she wasn't just like, she said yeah. wall. Basically. She was so at I was the like, wall. She's so, I was like, she's at the wall, wall, but she can't remember what the wall right. has. Right. So she was so close. So. I'm remembering that this movie sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I love John Carpenter. Like, hello, God, John Carpenter. But like, this movie sounds well, I, I found it funny that you were picturing the rock in your head because as Eric and I were watching it as being the rock is another wrestler who mm-hmm. crossed over into acting. Eric right. looks at me and goes, he's no rock. <laughs> yeah, he's not. No, that's, I think that's why he didn't continue on to many, many, many more movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's why no Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Unless you had 47 brothers like I did and then like watched a lot of WWE as a child. Sure. So he takes the box into an alley. He opens it up and inside are sunglasses. Sunglasses. Are they like cheap plastic sunglasses that like beer distributors give you? Yeah. No, I feel yeah, like, they're like, no, they're like, cause they're black, but they, they look like, um, more, what's the word for when you, um, get, uh, it, it's like a P on it. Cause it's special for a son. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean polarized. Polarized. <laughs> I was like, what? Thank yeah. you, Paige. I... Okay. Like, I've had a pair of polarized sunglasses before that, like, look like this, and they look, like, thicker. Like, I have some sunglasses right here for my prop. Um, and sunglasses. Gosh, now we're saying the right <laughs> um, yeah. I hope everyone at home is drinking. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but... <laughs> yeah, the polarized kind. Yeah, I and got the, I don't know. The ones that I had like that were, like, a little bit they were just like thicker all around they were just they were like terminator sunglasses so like nothing fancy or anything like that but just like to me they weren't like the things that i know what you're talking about that like you know someone leaves at your front door yeah right well um the uh who's he what's it's you know we got it but he like opens the box and he's like what the actual fuck like he starts like mm-hmm. digging through the sunglasses just being like is there something more like what, what is this fucking for I don't understand looking for um, the meth looking for the meth beneath the sunglasses yeah he's like I thought this was a meth lab mm-hmm. so then he takes a pair for himself and then he hides the box <laughs> in, <laughs> okay. in, a, in a trash can in the alley yeah. mm-hmm which I thought was an interesting choice because I was like, seems like the trash might get picked up at some point. Yeah. And yeah. Like, okay. Whatever. Like he hides it like under some papers and stuff, like in a fucking Oscar the Grouch trash can. Right. Um, okay. I just think there's better hiding places. I don't know. So now he's walking down the street and he puts on the sunglasses. And all of a sudden everything is black and white. And he's like, what? And then he puts them on and he looks up at a billboard and the billboard is completely white. And it just says, obey, obey. And he's like, oh, because when he takes them off, it's like an advertisement for whatever. Yeah. And he's like, obey advertisement, obey advertisement, obey advertisement. Like he literally is like. (laughs) <laughs> what? Um and I was I was just brought a pumpkin beer. Oh <laughs> I was like on the download like texting, can I have a cloth? Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> Ding for Paige's husband. <laughs> so yes. then he's like, that's weird. And then so he puts them on and looks at another a billboard and it says marry and reproduce yeah and it was like a picture of like a lady like on a beach or something like that yeah and so then Ooh. he starts walking down the street with his sunglasses on and he's all like 
everything you see just has all these messages. It's everything is black oh, and white. My glasses. Oh yeah. Everything is black and white. And it says like, obey everywhere. Obey, obey, marry and reproduce. No independent thought conform, submit, buy, 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 stay asleep, watch TV, no imagination, no, don't question authority, all these things. And he starts walking by a magazine stand and all it is, is just like, just uh, every magazine just has like a different thing across it. Like, just like that. It's all just like a blank white page with like dark words saying there needs to be gifts of Kim sunglass. <laughs> Isn't that what he does? He literally it is. Yes. It's 100% what he does. And he doesn't, I think, like- there's, a, I think there's actually a gif of that. Oh, of really? Doing that. Yeah. I like it better when you do it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, um, he is literally just like, the fuck is happening. But, so he's just standing by this magazine stand and he picks up a magazine and again, looks through it and it's just full blank white pages with just like one word written across, like something like that. And then he'll take them off and it looks like a regular magazine, like entire articles and stuff like that. So it's just basically still subliminal messaging underneath everything he sees. I want these. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and so this looks so demonic right now. <laughs> 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 I love it. And so he is like staring at this magazine, just being like, oh my gosh. And then um some he's just but he looks like dumbfounded, and some so he hears some guy next to him be like, What's your problem? And he looks up and the guy's face. I'm going to try to, please help me. I'm going to try to, be, I'm going to try to, well, I'm going to try to be the guy. But like, as if acid had like ripped off half its skin yeah. oh. and like his eyeballs are like are bugged out and like crystals kind of. Yeah. And he kind of like talks, talks like this. Like it's like, he's like, like robot alien. I called them robot alien skeletons. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Robot alien skeletons. Yeah. That's what they look like. Yeah. He's the skeleton of an alien as a robot. Yes, exactly that. In a suit. Right. Just to say. So, um, so now Roddy Pipey sees that. And he's like, and then he takes his glasses off and the guy looks like a normal fucking guy in a fancy oh. suit. Yeah. So, and again, the guy's like, what's your problem? <laughs> Crazy man. Um, so he puts the glasses back on and suit alien robot, whatever the fuck, is buying a magazine. But the magazine, like salesman guy, looks regular even in the glasses, even in the black and white glasses. So he's like a normal human looking person. And this is Okay. And, uh, like, again, that's just, like, a very long thing. Like, the guy, the robot alien gets into a car and, again, is, like, what's your problem? Because he's just, like, like, (laughs) and um, then magazine salesman guy is, like, are you going to buy that or what? You know, and he looks down at the money that he's holding and the money says, this is your God. Yeah. 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 It's not... 
honestly, like it's not looking great. Yeah. You know, like the whole situation isn't looking great. Mm-hmm. So now he's walking down the street and looking at stuff. And there's like signals coming out from things where it just says sleep, 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 mm-hmm. sleep. As if like, that's all we're hearing always. And he's seeing people like at nail salons and like some are and hair salons and stuff. And like some are robot aliens and some are normal looking humans, like all these oh. things. Yeah. Um, Okay. And there's like one very fancy lady who's like loading bag after bag of like fancy bag into her thing being like, (laughs) who's like clearly a robot alien with like her maid who's a human and, you know, other, you know, so it's, it's starting to seem like the the rich rich people are skeleton aliens and the, and poor people are not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So then he walks into like a little grocery store and he's looking around. And again, it's like lots of skeleton aliens, lots of normal people. And um, the TV is playing and it's a a newscast and the newscaster is a skeleton alien. And just behind him, it just says obey. And he's talking about how like things are great. Like our government is great. (laughs) We now we finally have faith in our leaders. Faith in our leaders. Faith in our leaders. I've never heard that. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand. I like that we're all we have no reason to drink right now, but we're all drinking. <laughs> Go vote. Thank you. Okay. I haven't voted vote. <laughs> Only if you're voting blue though. <laughs> and so he kind of like laughs at that. Like the, like he's like starting to get it. He's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Um and so he's standing there looking at that, and then some lady like bumps him. And she look. He looks in, and she's a a, a skeleton a alien. Robot alien skeleton. Yeah, yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, "Excuse me," but like w- the kind of thing where you say "excuse me," but you mean like "excuse you." Like she yeah. bumped into him, but she was yes. like, "Excuse you." I like um, that, Bernsey. And so, question number whatever the fuck, what yeah. do you do, and what does he do? Um. Well, I know what I do. <laughs> um, he he kind of does one of these. Oh, <laughs> is that an answer? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, what's going on? I like it. I like um, it. I, I, I guess. I guess maybe what does he do after that moment? Because he okay. does get the little like, oh, someone bumps me. Okay. Right. Well, what's um, his like reaction to the bump and her being like? Mm-hmm. Um, and he can see that she's a skeleton alien. Okay, like, so he, he sees like, that she's he, that, and, and he he's like seen his, enough of that. Yeah, yeah. He takes his glasses off, and she's just like a fancy old lady, and then he puts them back on. Okay. and she's a skeleton alien. Okay, so if it was the first one, I'd be like, he's kind of dumbfounded, but he's already like seen these people, so he's gonna be like, "What are you?" <laughs> um, and okay. I, um, I'm like. Excuse you. Like, I just kind of give attitude because I'm an old Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you a point and a half. Okay. I'll take that. 
a point for you because it sounds like you're just giving a human reaction back to being like you're a human and I'm a human back to you. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going to drink because I want. Yeah. Cause that's a half point for, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to get a half point for him because um, he doesn't do what you did, which was just kind of like pretend she's normal. Right. But he also doesn't um, just be like, what are you? He okay. <laughs> does one of his mic drop lines. Oh, oh no. He's like, oh no. You look like your head fell in, in the cheese dip back in 1957. What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> like melted, I guess? Yeah. Okay. And also, like, what was going on with cheese dip in 1957? Mm-hmm. Was that when fondue was big? I think so. Maybe. Or is he saying, like, this injury of so. yours? Oh, postmortem. Okay. Yeah. So in 1957. So 1957. Yeah. Uh, cheese dip was brought to every party. If you didn't bring cheese dip, it you, you know, what were, you were. executed. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You were executed. And yeah. it needed to be um scalding hot cheese dip mm-hmm. so yep. that way if your face fell into it it would look kind of like melty and as if skin parts fell off right right so that is what he was referring to exactly the, the, it's a tough year for cheese dip for your yeah mom. the the cheese the cheese dip the cheese dip wars of 1957 uh yeah that's how we all know mm-hmm. about that yeah exactly so <laughs> um he so he has that to her and but like behind her is like another lady who looks like a human. He's wearing the sunglasses the whole time right now. Oh, God damn it. Good. Oh, shit. I don't even. And, um, and uh, he says to the other lady, like, she looks normal, but you, whatever, look crazy. And then he's like, when I take my glasses off, you look normal. But when I put them on, you look like formaldehyde face. Yeah. Did he you say formaldehyde it. face? He 100% said formaldehyde face. Mic drop. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> nice work, Roddy Pipey. So the, like, he completely called it out then. Yeah. So right. fucking old skeleton face lady gets on her fancy Rolex watch and is just starts talking into it. And is like, we found one that can see. And then all the other robot skeleton alien faces in the, in the grocery store are all getting on their robot watches. Like as if they all communicate each other to each other through their fucking Rolexes. And they're all like starting to describe it. And like white male, wearing sunglasses, fucking a God damn it. (laughs) 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 I don't even mean to at this point. We need to call and, them like like eye protectors. <laughs> <laughs> Those eye protectors from the sun that begin with a <laughs> polar polarized eye shields. So he goes outside, and again he's just getting feisty. Like he's just like I don't know what this is. Like he's like oh, I'm not dealing with these people in here. He goes outside into the street and then sees another skeleton alien lady. Mm-hmm. who is all fancy looking. So she stops at like a, a, a store window and like fixes her hair in the window kind of thing. Like people mm-hmm. do. Um, but he can see what she looks like. So he's like, Oh, that's like mm-hmm. porn perfume on a pig. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and 
And then he's like walking down an alley. The cops are there and they grab him. And the cops also are robot alien skeleton faces. Yeah. Yeah. And the cops, though, are definitely trying to, like, calm it down because Roddy Pipey is like, like, and the cops are just like, dude, we can, like, make a deal. It's totally fine. It's all good. Like, he's also like, you look just as gross to us as we do to you. Um, But he's like, we can make a deal. Like, let's just, like, go someplace. We'll just take you someplace quiet and we all can talk. Question. Mm -hmm. Nope. What do you do? <laughs> no. What does he do? I run away. Okay. Run he, away. Okay. he says, um, <laughs> the ships come at night or some kind of stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> <My God. laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm going to give you a uh, double ding. Ooh. Okay. What does he, he say? He doesn't say, the ships come at night, but he gives his own form of a mic drop, and which is a motherfucking wrestling move. Because then he yep. he automatically just clotheslines the cop, oh. which yep. felt like a mic drop to me. So I gave it to you. Okay, um, but it was a cop drop. <laughs> a cop drop. <laughs> yeah. And- so yeah, like he's like, let's just go someplace nice and talk, and he's literally like runs at him and close, like, <laughs> and then like starts like hitting both of them and like poo, 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 poo. <laughs> um, and so he ends up stealing one of the cop's guns and shoots him, Ooh. and then yeah. shoots the other cop. And so what he finds out from that interaction is because both of those cops were skeleton alien faces, both of those cops died from being shot. So, oh. like, they can die just like we can die. Interesting. Is what he finds out. So, right. we learned something. Yeah. So, then he goes into um, the cop car and gets more guns. Like, he gets a fucking shotgun um, and then two handguns. I don't know. He definitely has a shotgun and some mm-hmm. other guns. Yeah. And then he starts, like, walking down the street again, and he hears, like, sirens in the distance, so he immediately, like, walks into a doorway, and it ends up being a bank, like a big bank. And so there's a bunch of fucking robot skeleton faces in there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Roddy Pipey has no chill. He's just walking around with a gun. Like, there's no... He has a shotgun over his shoulder, another shotgun out, and Mm -hmm. a third gun... In somewhere his else, butthole. yeah, yeah, <laughs> out of his butthole. It's like <laughs> it's very impressive, yeah. And so, um, uh, so he's in the bank, shit ton of robot skeleton faces, all the guns. Mm-hmm. What does he do? What do you do? Question number seven. Um, also, he's got he's got his sunglasses on, so he can ah, he's got his polarized he, eye shields on, they are on, okay. Um, he just starts shooting and I, I don't know if it's necessary to start shooting. I feel like I just leave. I leave the area. I don't need to be in this movie. Like I don't need to be, I, it's going to come back to bite him in the ass. So I leave. He starts shooting. The double ding. Mm-hmm. I think we just cheers for double ding. Yeah. That's yeah. You are double dinging out the butthole. I've seen a film or two. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Pace is gonna have the best score we've ever had. I know, right? After God that dead or alive. God damn. We'll see. The more I keep drinking, I might be like, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be don't worry, this is a four hour program. My <laughs> hour right. for half and it's been <laughs> so long. It's been so long already. Oh my god. So he goes in mm-hmm. and he sees them all. And he says, he holds up his mic and he says, I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. And then the um, security guard like shoots at him and then he just starts shooting um, and like kills a bunch of the um, skeleton faces. And as okay. he, so he's shooting, everyone's screaming, whatever. And like behind him in the corner, there's a, a suited, uh, a suit guy, a suit guy mm-hmm. who's a robot skeleton face. And he's talking into his watch, um, describing what's happening. Da, 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 da. And then Roddy Pipey is like, mama don't like tattletales. I'm so glad you wrote that down. <laughs> because so he like sees him uh, sees robot skeleton what's what he's doing and so robot skeleton is like oh shit and just pushes a button and then disappears Ooh. so now I'll we found out something new that was okay. me disappearing thank mm-hmm. you you're welcome so cops cars start pulling up out front of the bank pew 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 so he runs out the bank into the the back of the bank, into the alley, the backstage of the, the bank. backstage of the bank, <laughs> the backstage door yeah. he takes um, into the alley, and then there's a fucking 1980s drone above him, which I think is interesting because I bet mm-hmm. they didn't have drones then. Because Ketrin, yes, tell us about drones in the 80s. So uh, drones were they very didn't, primitive. They probably didn't exist, right? Uh, they did, but they were very oh, primitive. They were actually operated uh, by a little man on a bicycle oh. that, like, kept it going. You know what I right. mean? So, like, sometimes they would fall if the little man got tired. Right, right, right. So, like, the 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 technology was behind, but they had the idea, you know. So, the, the normal man has never seen um, a drone in the 80s, though. No, 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 no. It was only right. for very, very wealthy um, situations. Right. Who could afford a... A, a little man on a bike. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> so he has, a, there's a drone above him and he's, but it, to him, it's like a little flying saucer machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, this is how you're spying on me, eh? Um, what do you do and what does he do? Question number eight. He, he goes, bang, bang, bang. At the- <laughs> I don't know why he's like Italian. <laughs> a bang, a bang, a bang. A bang. <laughs> I love it. I'm so sorry, ancestors. <laughs> a bang, a bang at the flying saucer <laughs> machine. Yeah. Um, and I, um, hmm, this hand is on the gun and hand in hand, I'm shooting with him. Ooh. You got to shoot the drone. They're watching yeah. you. They're, They're watching. watching you. You got to shoot the drone. Okay. He also shoots the drone. Mm-hmm. And then. Drones for the new <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the, the drones were the cheese dips of the 80s. Yep. Exactly. Right. So, um, so he's in the alley and from like the side alley comes another cop. Stage left. Real quick. Stage, Stage left. left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Comes another cop, pulls a gun. 
this cop is not a robot skeleton. <laughs> oh no, John, come back. <laughs> undeceased, undeceased. <laughs> um, he's a human cop. Yeah. So it's not just like, everyone is everyone. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's kind of like, okay, this was like a human guy. And so, so Roddy Pipey is like, has a shotgun and like the cop has something smaller. So he's just like, drop the gun. And the cop does. And he's like, okay, like beat the streets or some fucking shit. Drops the mic, like get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and lets him run away. So we also see like who Roddy Pipey is in that moment where he's like, Really only killing the, the skeleton, skeleton robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now. Oh, this is me. Yeah, we get into you. Go. Okay. And Here now go. I pass the pumpkin. <laughs> Here's my All right. pumpkin. Here. <laughs> I'll take. Oh, wait. Oh, boy. Wait. Oh, I wish. Uh, and, and it turns invisible when it comes over to me. There you go. You're turn. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Good job, Kim. Thank you. These are very dirty. <laughs> These are Did you have sunglasses too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Eric brought them over. Oh, God damn it. Ooh. I didn't even it. Okay. Did you have polarized utensils as well? <laughs> so, all right. Roddy Pipey. He decides to run away and he goes and he hides in like what looks like a parking garage, right? It is a parking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just look like a parking garage. It is a parking garage. And there is a woman getting into her car. She's the only person there and she's getting into her car. And she definitely looks fancy. Very Mm -hmm. fancy. Yeah. So um, he goes over and obviously like holds her up and he's like, get in the car and he tells her to drive. Now this lady is fucking so fucking chill for someone who just got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Like she is chill as fuck. She is just like an eighties businesswoman, and she's just like, okay, yeah. Here we she's go. definitely got some shoulder pads. Yeah, and she okay. even she does have some business shoulder pads, and she even like as the cops drive by because the cops are looking for Roddy Pipey, she kind of like knows to like just be still, and he kind of ducks, and she's like, they're gone. Like she's just so fucking chill. But yeah. also when he so when he looks at her though with the sunglasses, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Uh, oh god, damn it! She, she is a, a human. She's not a skeleton. Yeah, she human. is not a skeleton face. Yes, thank you, Kim. But looks very okay. fancy. So yeah. like, because it's like you could have assumed she was that at first, and then he's like, Meg yeah. Foster can only be chill. So yeah. it's played by Meg Foster, who has eyeballs that, that are the color are, of. Well, they glow. They glow from the inside out. It's they a, are. It's an eyeball I've never seen before. Yeah, it literally is like it. It it's glows a lining, an outer lining of blue, and then mm-hmm. like, it, and then slowly fades into white on the inside. Yeah, it's, it was uh, okay. fucking incredible. Gorgeous With big 80s hair. Also, if we're talking um, Skella Frank, she mm. has a similar, I feel like, vibe and almost look to. Um, What's her face in Hellraiser? Oh, yeah, I've been trying to think of her name. Um, the comments will tell us. <laughs> her name not is Kirsty. Angela, not actually, Angela plays Angela, uh, the, okay. the the wife uh, lover of Skella Frank and Hellraiser. Was, uh, uh, that was her middle name. Yes, exactly. Okay, so the cops drive by, and he says to her, uh, "They're now like pulling away," and he says to her, uh, "Are you married?" 
And she says, yes. And he says, don't lie to me. And she's like, okay, no, I'm not. And he's like, okay, we're going to your place. And she's like, um, she's, she basically like, is like, I don't want to. And he's like, I'm afraid I must insist. Which so I the whole part. time was like, yeah, like, what do I do when I'm being kidnapped? <laughs> I mean, I think you have, like, you have to do it. You know what As I mean? As a single like, lady. Yeah. Like, what would I do? Yeah. So they get to her place <laughs> and she's definitely like a wealthy person mm-hmm. uh and like her neighbors are watching and he's weirdly like holding her hand as he leads her places like leads her into the house and even like because it's like her into her in house, house. Into her, because yeah. it's like he has a secret gun behind her but is like hey babe on the outside so mm. her neighbors can't tell but then he oh. continues to hold her hand once they're in the house and unobserved so he's like leading her around and then he's sort of like plops down not on her couch but in front of her couch (laughs) and like weirdly pulls her down with him kind of Mm -hmm. and he seems drunk like he seems like unwell but like drunk at the end of the night that's not fun anymore where you're just like i'm ill and sleepy and so uh he's talking to her about like you know i'm the they're out to get us and you need to put these sunglasses on and like everyone is you know blah 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 and she's like okay okay oh god damn it but he talks about how the sunglasses are what make him feel this way mm-hmm. yes yeah so he is because he's starting. Oh my god! Like, I didn't even need to. I was just trying to explain. Kim is like, like this is my half of the story, and Kim is just coming in here, just saying sunglasses over and over again. Kim, you had your fucking turn. <laughs> <laughs> you had your fucking turn. <laughs> Wait, maybe he's not drunk. It was like the, these things are doing a thing to him. Mm-hmm. So. uh Let's see. Uh, So she's just kind of like listening to him and trying to be chill, like not trying to like rile him up. And uh, she's like, she's like, just don't hurt me. And he's like, you need to put these sunglasses on. And he's like, and tell me what, oh, God damn it. (laughs) And he's like, and you need to tell me what you see. And what she says is, even if I don't see what you're saying, you see, I'm still going to tell you that I do like Mm, basically being like you're nuts and I'm threatened. So like it isn't going to matter whether I put them on or not. Basically it's true. And so now he starts to sort of nod off in front of the couch. So question number something or other, Mm -hmm. what do you do immediately in the, in Right this moment, Paige. Who, who am I? You are Holly. Her. Okay. I am her. Um. Uh, Here's the clue I'll give you. She'd okay. fit right in with what we're doing right now. She gets drunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> She goes on YouTube. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, um, I think we're here for a <laughs> Yeah. 
I mean, you don't have to give it to me, though. I, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have guessed that. I, I would... Oh, I would maybe, if I don't believe him, I would maybe just, like, call the cops and be like, there's a crazy man on my couch, and he's telling me what to do in my own house, and he's directing me around in my own house. Uh, okay. He's drunk asleep in my own house. Okay, um, so that's what she does? That's what I do. Well, that's what you do. Okay, great. Yeah. And then what does she do? Um, well, apparently she gets drunk. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Double ding. Yes. <laughs> she goes and makes herself a drink mm. at her very fancy bar in her house. Yeah. So we learned that her name is Holly Thompson. And he sort of is like kind of wait, like he's not fully asleep. He's just kind of like in and out. And so he asks like, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a TV programmer person, lady. I work at the TV station. She's not like on TV, but she like pro- mm. is a programmer, whatever the fuck that means. And, and he says, channel 54, which yes. was the she- station at the camp. Oh, he says i work for channel 54 and he says that's the channel that they're sending messages through thank you kim (laughs) that's all right and so um at this point she's like standing at the like where her bar is and at the window and when he realizes that she works at the tv station that's sending signals he like runs up to her and is like that's that's them like that's them question number next question what do you do and what does she do right then um i shake her and i say that's them oh sorry Um, uh so it's what she does oh it's what she does okay i i go whoa mister um (laughs) (laughs) whoa mister can't touch me like that Um, (laughs) TV program. I mean, yeah, I kind of go, yeah. yeah. Okay. I kind of go, whoa. Um, okay. And she goes, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not thinking like three steps ahead. I'm thinking like instant. So I'm just right. kind of like, she just kind of like dramatically is like. Okay. So that is one point for you. I think, yeah, okay. get away from the crazy man. She pushes him out the goddamn window. And he tumbles down, down, down to the street and stands up. And I think we said that we were in Los Angeles, that we were right because she appears to live in the hills. She does like literally tumbles down a hill and then like he bumps into some other like stilts of houses, which is what the hills houses are made of. Exactly. Yeah. So he just kind of like, he's kind of like, shoot. Like, basically, his reaction to being pushed out a window is sort of like, gosh, darn it. That's not how I wanted that to go. But then gets up and just, like, walks. He's he's hobbling a little bit, but he's fine. And mm-hmm. he goes and he, like, hides under an underpass. In a, He hides under an yes. underpass. Yeah. I would okay. just like to point out, though, that his glasses are off now. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, he realizes he doesn't have his sunglasses drink. 
I can't help it. I'm not used to doing it. I can't see it. And I'm doing What do I do here? I just <laughs> so he realizes he doesn't have his sunglasses. We then get a shot of Holly in her apartment. And amongst the glass of the broken window is his sunglasses. Oh. So the sunglasses are with Holly. So now mm. we... Um, He's mm. sort of is like rubbing his head mm. now because we remember that like wearing the sunglasses like gives you like a headache. So he's still kind of like coming down mm. from whatever is happening with the sunglasses now that he's not wearing Catherine. them. Catherine. Oh, fuck. Sorry. You said it four times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> now he's hiding in an alley and he's like shivering and he's asleep. And then we cut to him hobbling down the street the next day so mm-hmm. question number 11 where do you go and where does he go <laughs> um <laughs> times in 10 seconds sorry <laughs> she just kept saying it <laughs> but like i didn't even know i was saying it i had no idea i was saying it so, like, in life, where does he go? Yeah. <laughs> so, not yeah. at this moment. Now I can't remember what happens. So, I'm I'm going to play along in my brain. <laughs> okay. Sorry, yes, where well, does I, he go right now? I go to the Chateau Marmont. Ooh. Love it. I mind my damn business with the martini. He um, <laughs> goes back to that damn camp. Goes back to the damn camp. Um, yep. Okay. One point for you. See you at Chateau Marmont. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. He, Let's hang out. Not my business. Yeah. He goes to the construction site where Keith is. Who's Keith? Frank, Frank Keith. Frank Keith. Frank. Frank Keith. Yes. Yes. Okay. He goes to Frank Keith. And Frank Keith is like, get out of here. I do not want you shitting up my shit. Like, your bad news because now he's like on like people know what he looks like now they like put out an apb or whatever the fuck so they're like this guy with the fucking polarized eye protectors and the longish blonde hair he's out there so frank keith is like i don't want anything to do with you at all and uh sorry and okay and so yeah, he's all over. The, that's what it was. He's all over the news. No, he has no disguise, no glasses. So he's just like living his life, walking down the street. Now that Frank Keith like won't do what he wants him to do or won't help him, where do you go back to, and where does he go back to? Um. Does he go back to the woman? Shoulder pads? Shoulder pads. Okay. And where do you go? Well, you're at the Chateau Marmont. So what do you have? I don't care. Um, (laughs) I still, yeah, I still stay out of it. That is one point for you. So let's drink up. He goes back to the trash cans where he put the box of sunglasses. Oh, right. So he goes back to the box. Oh, God damn it. 
Oh no, I need to open another beer. Yeah. So he goes back there. Obviously, mm-hmm. as Kim predicted, the trash was collected. Oh, so no. fuck. I really did think that like when I first saw it. Yeah. And then when it happened, I was like, well, duh. Well, duh. Like, of course. Like, it it wasn't like an after. Like, yeah, I was like, why would you do that? But the trash was just collected. Okay. So he, like, looks at where he left the box of unnamed objects. Mm -hmm. In the Oscar the Grouch. In the Oscar the Grouch can, and it's empty. And then he looks down the alley, and the trash collector vehicle. Truck. Truck. Thank you is right there so question number next what do you do now and what does he do now run i just run to the um the trash the garbage truck if you will okay yes i will i think he does the same thing so hand in hand we're trash diving hand in hand double trash diving so he goes and like the the truck is stopped mm-hmm. for a second, you know, because they're loading stuff in. And he does the fucking weirdest, like, get into the truck move I've ever fucking seen. Like, if you can picture what the most efficient way to climb into the back of the truck would be, now picture the opposite of that. That's how he okay. gets into the truck. And he starts, like, digging through all the trash. He found it. There it is. The box. So he hops back out of the trash dump collector vehicle. What the fuck? Trash truck. Yes, ma'am. May I? Yes. For whatever reason, the trash truck decides to lift itself up. So because he doesn't just get out. No. (laughs) It just sounds like you're like, he hopped out. He's out. And so I'm like, no, because because what was funny was I thought to myself. What is the scenario where a trash truck will collect a bunch of trash and then in the same alley that it collected the trash, dump all the trash back out into the alley? Mind you, the trash was only cardboard boxes and and like ripped up paper. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was a very it was a very clean, very clean trash situation. Like you didn't you didn't feel dirty digging through that trash at all. No, no. So. Uh, he's standing in the alley now with his, with his box of objects mm-hmm. and here comes Frank Keith and he's like, Hey man, here's a week's pay. Get the fuck out of my life basically. So he's like, gives wow. him a week's pay where I'm just like, you have kids in Detroit, sir. Like they, you need to send that money to your family, not to this crazy trash diver. So hands him the money. I thought he gave him his money. I thought he gave him Roddy Pipey's money. Like I thought he got it. That's what I took it as. Oh, I took it as he was like, you're giving him his own money. Yeah. Like you're a, I thought he was like, Hey, it's Thursday. I got your, your Thursday. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think that I was thinking he was giving him his money to be like, now I've given you some like stepping out money, get out of my step out of my life. Kind of important point that we're debating. It Um, is very important. Mostly he gave him money. He gave him money. And, and honestly, the money never comes and the money never comes back into it ever again. But here we are talking (laughs) about it for 25 fucking minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 
He gives him money to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. So Roddy Pipey takes this as an opportunity to be like, put these the fuck on. So Roddy Pipey goes up to Keith to be like, put these on. As Keith, as Frank Keith, what do you do and what does he do? Wait, okay. So wait, Frank Keith is the one who gives him money. Yeah. Yeah. And now Roddy Pipey is coming up to you being like, and put these glasses on. Oh, um, he goes, Hey man, get away from me. And I'm like, glasses, sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I won't say it again. So you, so Keith was like, get away from me. And, Mm -hmm. and we, okay. All right. So wait, is your answer to wear them or not to wear them? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear them. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give you one and a half points. So you get mm-hmm. one point for you. So Kim and I drink. And you get a half point for you because his, for Keith. his, for Keith, his gesture is get the fuck away from me. Okay. But it's a pretty strong gesture in that he punches him directly in the face. Oh, yeah. Just punches him right in the face. Now, Paige. That's logical, yeah. (laughs) For the next seemingly two hours of Kim in my life, I I don't know if it was that long, but I thought it was, there is a (laughs) full-blown choreographed wrestling match in an alley between Frank Keith and Roddy Pipey. And I was one hour and... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it it was, it was the law. And here's the thing. It wasn't, oh, we have this professional wrestler here. So I'm sure we can do some fight choreography. That's realistic to what they're doing. No, no, no. It was, there may, may as well have been ropes around them because we're getting one of these and we're getting some sort of move that looks like some sort of humping situation pile drivers pile and there's just punching and there's like flipping over it was a like i mean roddy pipey definitely added this to his reel to be like look what i can do oh this movie was one hour and 47 minutes and 57 minutes of it was was this fight fight. yeah for sure so little known fact is frank keith was also a wwe wrestler and his name was Catherine. Uh, was um, the incredible trash collector. Yes. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He Which is great. why it's so funny that he was doing this in this. a trash. Heap. Like, I wonder if that's why he was cast. It was like a little. Right. Or if that's why audience. they made the movie like this. Cause they were like, Oh, it's between these two guys, the incredible trash collector and Roddy Pipey. Yeah. Right. But he would so, literally go like, <laughs> like, it wasn't like, you know how fights in movies are like, fight, 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 fight. It would be like, pow, pow, pow. Chill. Yes. Oh. Boom, like, boom. They like were they, each knocked out. Like, multiple like neither, times. neither one of them wanted to fight either. That was the thing. Because they're both kind of, they're kind of friends. So, like, neither one of them wanted to fight. Like, he was just yeah. like, wear the sunglasses. And he was like, I don't want to. So, it was just like, yeah. uh, like, he, it would be like. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Do what I say. Pow, pow, pile driver. Yeah. Chill. 
do what I say, throw you around. Yeah, it was bananas. So finally, 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 after six <laughs> hours and so that I literally the yeah. longest fight scene I've ever watched. No, because you, you because because it doesn't continue in that way for so long, you think it ends like five yeah. times. It was it was okay. incredible. So mm-hmm. Keith is finally knocked out, like to the point where it's like I'm done fighting now. Keith and Keith, Frank Keith, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh Roddy Pipey is like, you know, here are the sunglasses. Frank Keith still doesn't wear them. Uh so Roddy Pipey tackles him a final time and like makes him did I say can it? We do, can we just I do liquor instead of, instead of beer? I'm like getting like girl, you do you. You do you. Yeah, but I'm gonna be like far ahead. Um, you're, there are no rules in drunk horror. The yeah. next the next drink is a shot. You okay. are the madam of horror and you drink your horror as you horror. Yeah. <laughs> horror. horror. So finally, finally, Roddy Pipey gets mm-hmm. Frank Keith to put them on, like forces them on his face. Okay, and Keith is fucking freak the fuck out. And Roddy I I, Pipey. I, I, know, I bet I know the ending. Yeah, Roddy Pipey has another mic drop moment where he <laughs> says, "Brother, life's a bitch, and she's back in heat." What? What does I that needed, mean? I needed to have a I needed to have a postmortem <gasps> talk about this because I don't yeah. know what that means. Like He's I was like, character. yeah, I. So I, I was like, let's 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 science let's scientist this out. So like yeah, Pipey would, what he would be caught on the Muppet Babies version. Yes. <laughs> Pipey. I'm deceased. Uh, okay. I feel um, like this character is going to be like, thrill me. Right? Yes. <laughs> this is Tom Atkins. This character is played by Tom Atkins. Yes. Done. In my mind. They're like one thing that. I think so they're I one guess, thing that. I guess so life is a bitch who is yeah. a female dog. Dog. And she's in heat. She's- Meaning like. So when a dog is in heat, things are getting real. Like things are, um, they want something from, I'm trying to make some babies. Mm -hmm. I want a piece. I I feel like Roddy Pipe. Oh, so um, yeah, this really falls apart. I I did it by accident. Sorry. Yeah, you did. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm trying to scroll down. (laughs) Um, uh, No, I, I needed to dissect that 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 mic drop because i didn't get it yeah i don't get it either at all it doesn't make any sense i get the bubble gum but i was like i get the bubble gum (laughs) i i mean there is a scenario where like roddy pipey improved this and like Mm -hmm. he was kind of like and and print it we're good and they're all just like ah fine just guys just go with it true because his entire character was these statements so yeah. i think frank armitage wrote it have written them mm. he wrote it during his episode of drunk horror oh, no, boy. so now they're both walking down the street in their sunglasses and they're seeing all of the shit right okay and so they and it's like an 80s montage yeah Eric at this point has just copy and pasted the same yeah over and over again over and over again. So then they go to a hotel and they're like, "We need a room together, okay. so we're gonna fuck." 
I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> not what happened. <laughs> I mean, that made me low. Yeah, like you do you. So I'm judging. Yeah. So now Keith is like, I shouldn't be able to say that you can't. No, exactly. It's not about business. You should get married while you're at it. Yeah. If you guys want to fuck while you're dealing with this whole skeleton alien situation, be my guest. So it It doesn't harm me in any way. Okay. Go on. Keith is looking out the window now of the hotel room and he's got his spectacles on Mm -hmm. and, and Thank uh, you. Roddy Pipey is like, don't wear those too long because they, they start to give you a headache and like, fuck mm-hmm. with you. So then they're like fighting about like, okay, like, what do we do now? Like now we're in a hotel room. Like we just fucked, like, what are we going to do now? And so they're fighting about what they should do. So Paige, you're them. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> do you do? And what do they do? I get or, like this like, Snacks. All I've been thinking about is cheese dip. So I go to like Sheets or Seven Eleven or whatever. Um, They, yeah. They. Is it a they or is it? It's a they. Yeah, yeah. East coasting it up with Sheets and um, Seven Eleven. I think is everywhere, but I think that also Wawa is the Wawa. Wawa Wawa. is my Sheets, is what I'm saying. As a girl. Wawa. Well, I grew up with this. Sheets from Pittsburgh and then Wawa yes. afterwards. Our friends know Sheets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wawa. Wawa. Civil Gorge. You not? Philly? Hello? I don't mm-hmm. think it's this. Oh, love Wawa. Wawa. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I thought that was uh, like, oh, okay. what is that? I'm so I'm they're, yeah. they're headed to Wawa. They're headed to Wawa. They're headed to Wawa. Oh, wait. You were going to Wawa to get some cheese dip. Yeah. Um, cheese sticks and like a Thanksgiving sandwich. Um, and then who am I? Am I Keith or am I? You're both Petty Pop. Pop. That's the same party. Um, they go to the woman's house because she's got to come back in at some point. Right. One point for you. So we. I'll, I'll drink one. Mm-hmm. Zero yeah, points. Lose one, we lose one. We they, you lose one, we lose one. We win one, you win one. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, oh okay. Boy. Oh gosh! Oh I man! Sit back. Okay. <laughs> so uh, they say we've got to find out who made these things that we're wearing on our face. Oh, and yes. then Roddy Pipey has a monologue about how. <laughs> his dad was mean to him and abused him with razor blades. Yeah. Like it's a whole thing about how like my dad sliced me with razor blades. And then he's like, but I'm not a daddy's boy anymore. Oh, I remember that mic drop line. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And I was like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what this has to do with what we're doing, but continue. I think he's saying that that life doesn't rule me anymore. Mm -hmm. Or like, I'm not going to sit back and be razor bladed by these alien skeletons. Yeah. Like someone, someone like these alien, my life. A motto we can all live by. Yeah. Like these alien skeletons are my daddy. And I mean, daddy, not daddy. So. Yeah. Zaddy. Okay. My so, name is Zaddy. <laughs> so now Keith 
Okay, so Keith goes to the gross. Frank Keith goes to the grocery store, and we see that Gilbert from the beginning sees him. Slick back hair. Yeah, yeah, slick back hair church guy, and he sees that he that Frank Keith and Roddy Pipey are in sun spectacles, Mm -hmm. and so he goes up to him. And he's like, listen, I just feel like that counts. <laughs> does not. So he's like, listen, like listen. I see that. God damn it. Right. He's like, I see that you guys are in, in these, which suggests to me that like, now, you know, what's up. So like, let me tell you that we have a meeting tonight, like of all mm-hmm. the people that know what's going on. So um, they go to the meeting and uh okay yeah so they go to the meeting and gilbert is there and he's like the world needs a wake-up call and we're gonna phone it in which phone it in means phone it in means like not do it i don't think that's what he meant i think he meant not phone it in but gilbert was confused (laughs) so there is a fact word yes Yes, and I was like, "That's not." <laughs> and we're gonna phone it in. Oh no, Eric is telling me that I wrote it. That he says, "Place the call." Oh. We're gonna place the. So you made it up. I guess I just made it up. I'm so glad my husband is in there. Oh no, that's oh. what he means. So we did say phone it in. Okay, we're gonna phone it in. What yeah, are we phoning in? Phone it. Phoning in that that. That we're not going to be fucking ruled by skele aliens, skele aliens anymore. Okay. All right. So they walk up to the place where the meeting is. Coming in the wake up call. And uh, yeah, the guard. Oh, oh, it was a mic drop line. Okay. America needs a he's, wake up call. And we're going to phone it in. Ring, he's ring. being cute. Guys, I'm Mike really dropped. glad that he we might are covering the most important parts of this film. True. Well, no, I, I think it's important that we know his intention, but sure. also um, it was another mic drop line that now yeah. we get. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they get there and the guard is there and he's basically like, he like is like, you can take these off uh, because we're all, you know, not skeletons here and they go in and we're just like hearing what people are talking about so it's like you know a political movement kind of thing and they're talking about like they're like they colorized us and i'm like so were we all in are we all in black and white like are the skeletons the only ones who are allowing us to see color Mm -hmm. and he's like telling them where there are certain safe houses and all this stuff and uh the a nice lady comes up to them and is like, you won't need these spectacles anymore. You can use these and hands them little like contact contact lens holders. Now I don't have contact lenses, but I'm pretty sure that you don't pour contact lenses into your eye to get them in. Am I correct? correct. Yeah. They literally just stand there, no mirror and just pour them in. And there they are. Maybe those were the contacts of the 80s. I don't know. The so cheese Gilbert, dip contacts. The cheese dip mm-hmm. contacts. Exactly. Exactly. And they're, yeah. they actually are powered by the same little man that powers the drone. Oh. Yeah. 
yeah, multidimensional. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So okay. Gilbert is like there. So Gilbert says like he's like they're recruiting cur- current mortals. <laughs> I've gathered that Kim is three different. <laughs> yep. I love that. So they. This is where we learn that like the Scalalians are like obviously the Scalalians, but they're mm-hmm. also recruiting rich people. So some of the humans are also like fully aware and in on the whole situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they're basically like these Scalalians are free enterprisers in the sense that like, they're just developing a, a, a place the way that the, you know, the world does. And he's like, and we are their third world country. Like, earth is a shit hole and they're like we can use these resources and harvest these fucking humans and whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and i was like you're not wrong um <laughs> <laughs> so then we see like a table of guns and we see that somebody has like one of the watches that it oh, is yeah. like the beep beep i'm disappeared watches and uh they're like but we can't figure out how it works and i feel like if we figure out how those work like we're really getting somewhere so Gilbert is now talking to the rest of the group again. And he's like, we're getting sloppy. Like they're catching on to us. And I'm like, I think I can point to the person that's causing most of the commotion. His name is Roddy Pipey. He's got a lot of bubble gum. So much bubble gum. Like, I'm just like, he's sticking into banks with sunglasses on, just shooting people up. So many microphones. So like it he's is lapping them everywhere. Yeah, like When you're just like leaving a trail of dropped microphones behind you, like it's obvious, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're there and they're like, you know, we have to seek out and we have to locate where the signal originates from, like where the main signal is. And then all of a sudden, here's Holly. She's back. Oh. Hi, Holly. She's at the fucking meeting flop house with her trans translucent eyeballs. Just the eyeballs of a goddamn yeah. mermaid angel. But that's exactly what they are. They are mermaid <laughs> angel eyes. Exactly like I'm covering my eyes are. right now just because mine are not even close to her. Yeah. It was incredible. I love my eyes. They're beautiful. Yeah. Look at them. But like, goddamn. But they're not mermaid mermaid. They're not. Angel eyes. So um, I noticed that Roddy Pipey's face from that 47 minute fight his face is now fully healed 20 minutes later oh, so good, i good noticed on. that too so, wow yeah, he iced it so yeah he just iced their faces after he they're fully healed mm-hmm. so fight holly is there and she's like i'm so sorry for pushing you out a window like i'm really <laughs> sorry about that um but i like tried your little glasses on and you're right there's fucking scalalians everywhere so she's on team human now mm-hmm. all of a sudden explosion the whole fucking wall blows the fuck up and we've got cops and SWAT teams Ooh. and guns and they're just shooting everybody like everybody is getting fucking lit the fuck up right now and they all scatter out of the building and everybody kind of loses each other so at one point holly is like out in the alley just kind of like you know like where is he but then like runs so like she has lost roddy pipey and frank keith so 
I remember that their contacts, Roddy Pipey and Frank Heath, their contacts are allowing them to see the, the skull aliens because I was confused for a second, but they have the contacts. Mm-hmm. And so they're able to like shoot all of the skull aliens. Um, Roddy Pipey, great wrestler, I think. Horrible gun technique. I'm going to show you how he chose to hold a machine gun rather than holding it like a mach- like a machine gun. He held it like this and shot like that. And so uh, he's shooting everybody and they're kind of like backed into an alley sort Mm of. And Keith, we realize Frank Keith has the watch, the little hootie who that disappears them. So while Roddy Pipey is like kind of trying to hold the cops off with a gun, we see that fucking Frank Keith is boop, boop, booping this gun. And all of a sudden, I mean, boop, boop, booping this watch. And all of a sudden the fucking portal opens in the middle of the air. So question number this one, Mm -hmm. what do you do? And what do they do? Um, Yeah. I had a decision to make. The portal opened in the alley. Yes. I... I mean, I don't know what there is to do. I would just, like, stand there and, like, watch. Okay. Um, is it, like, a go-in-or-not situation? It is whatever your little horrific heart desires. Okay. I, I stand there and just, like, let it happen. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, and um, <laughs> wait to see what happens next. And okay. he... He does something stupid. Um, he has a line. He has a mic drop line. Wow. Uh, I'm so sorry, Paige. This no. is your first one, but that is a zero points. So Damn. that is a thanks for drinkerson. Uh, Paige has decided to let death take her gracefully. So that <laughs> does not equal staying alive because uh, oh. the cops are still actively shooting. Oh, I you. forgot the cops were still oh. there. Yeah. So um, what, ha- what he does mm-hmm. is Frank Keith dives into the portal. Okay. Uh, Roddy Pipey gives a few more pew, 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 pew. And then whoop, dives into the portal himself. Mm-hmm. So now... They are in the fucking tunnel system from us. No joke. It is just a straight up tethered situation. I'm waiting for the fucking tethered people to come out. But there's a lady's voice in there who's just sort of talking very pleasantly. Welcome to the wherever the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And so they're kind of sneaking around. And like as they're sneaking down the tunnel, they sort of like duck away because they hear like some soldier type people talking. And basically they hear on their little thing that they got them, meaning like they think that they got Frank Keith and Roddy Pipey because they disappeared. Okay. They don't know that they have a watch. So they like high five and Roddy Pipey and Frank Keith like slip by. Mm-hmm. So then they keep walking through the tunnels and they hear applause and they're like Kayla fuck and it turns out that there is a full ballroom of formally adorned people so question number now uh what do you do and what do they do they 
they're in shitty clothes with guns. Mm-hmm. I kind of sneak around like the side to observe. Okay. Um, and he just kind of walks in with his gun. Double ding, bitch. Yes. Double fucking ding. Yay. Be slightly discreet, possibly. No, they just walk right the fuck in. So just in like they're they're not formal gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally, they look like trash. They look like trash. Mm. They look like yeah. trash with guns. Um, but they walk in and like they the guy at the front is talking about like hooray for all of our money and our success and by 2025 we're going they're going to be completely under our spell so we got four years everybody and Um, uh, he he also talks about okay can i explain yes uh he also is not because he's saying some of them a lot most of them seem to be human faces exactly yeah. So basically, they're like the human elite mm. are with the S- Scullians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're they are they are mostly the recruited rich humans, but not all of them. But yes, Kim, thank you. That is that is what we're getting, and then we get more of that vibe in a second. So um, they're talking about how the underground was defeated. The underground meaning Gilbert's whole shebang, shebang. right? And then we see they're standing there. So they're just standing there in this hall of formally dressed people. Mm-hmm. And motherfucking drifter number one with the beard walks up to them in a goddamn black tie tux <sighs> and is like, oh, they got you too. And basically is like, I've been recruited. You've been recruited. This was the way to go. And they're Ooh. like, yeah. So yeah. You, so you hear this, Paige. What do mm-hmm. you do and what do they do? I say, mm-hmm, isn't it nice? Okay. And he says, what? <laughs> she takes the glasses off of him. Or he doesn't even have, but you know. But I, I get your sentiment and I appreciate it. Uh, one point for you. Uh, wait. Wait, yeah, what did I say I was going to do? You were like, you were like, yeah. So you were like, yeah, like you went along with the game. Right. He goes along with the game as well. So okay. he's like, so both he and Frank Heath are like, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and hand gestures. So they're like, can you basically they're like, can you give us a tour? Like, can you you're like our dude now? And bearded tux guy is like all about it. Like he's very like, not only am I in, but I'm like in like I'm enthusiastically in. Yeah. So he takes them to the tunnel. He's walking them through the tunnels and we come to like a tunnel space station it's as if we suddenly were in space but we're not we're underground but it's a bunch of scalalians who are like walking up to their little star trek portal and they're like boop and they fly away but the window to the outside is like space so it's like this is a whole scalalian 
type of physics that like we just don't know about. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Star Trek, like boop boop situation. Like they just, yes. like, they stand on yes. this little circle and then they just like disappear oh. into the space time continuum. Yes. And so Which is the space time oh, continuum is yes. what is um, the space time continuum, Miss Burns? <laughs> so it's when um, space and time are different portals and they are actually one in the same because ah. space is. We think space is space and we think time is time, but actually space and time are married. Are all one. Yep. They're all married. They're all continuum. Space space and time are fucking each other. Yes. Like, frankly, that's why there's like, when we are here, (laughs) there's like, there's a dimension of us that are also other places. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like there's a dimension of us doing everything we've ever thought of ever doing everywhere right now we're telling a different same space so i've had like really like sensual romantic sex with oscar isaac my husband's (laughs) on this i'm so sorry uh my bad (laughs) eric i love you so much i have sex with you and all of the space-time continuums goodbye okay so now where am i i'm in a space-time continuum i wish i could jump through a portal (laughs) so (laughs) what what (laughs) so now he's basically like we don't know how they do this, but like they can move place to place and world to world. Like it's super chill, like whatever they just move around. And then Roddy Pipey is like, Hey, Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. So like, they're like, blah, blah, blah. Here's the tour. Bearded tux guy is like, here's the TV studio. Here we are. Studio 54. Studio 54. Channel 54. Which is equivalent to Studio 54 because... Because... Please continue, I forgot. Um, Studio 54 was the dance studio of drugs and sex and love of the Uh TV station. So, you know, and that's where they... Yeah. Have... um, It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm a TV station and I make TV shows, Mm -hmm. but also... I sponsor um, other things. So Uh they happened to sponsor Studio 54 at the time. Mm -hmm. Very fascinating. Actually, same time period. So, yeah, same time period. This is a learning experience. I really, yeah. We are wealths of knowledge. You're welcome. Yeah. But you walk in, they hand out mushrooms. It's it's wonderful. And that's when you're like, oh my God, I thought space was space and I thought time was time, but (laughs) actually, space is fucking time and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Space is fucking Studio time. channel 54. Yeah. That's what it is. So they get into the studio and it's one of those like, you know, we're behind the mirror. They're like boop, boop, booping at their computers, but we're watching what's happening kind of thing. Right. Okay. And uh, they're like, hey, Mr. Bearded Tux, could we get like a tour of the studio like of like where they're actually shooting it Mm because basically like they're trying to like get into where the signal is being broadcasted so they're like let's keep this guy giving us a tour and the bearded tux guy is like nobody has ever seen like 
where the actual studio is because the studio is all um, skeleton, skeleton, alien skeleton people. And so at this point, Bearded Tux is like, yeah, I'll like, I'll give you a tour. <laughs> I lost my life. What's uh, happening? Sorry, hold on. So wait, I'm getting confused. Basically, they're like, can we go see the studio? And Bearded Tux is like, yes. And then the guard is like, let me see your cards. That's what it is. He's like, let me see your cards. And Roddy Pipey and Frankie don't have cards. So they just shoot the dude. And they're just like, goodbye. Like, you're shot. We don't have cards. Jig is He's up. like... Here's my card. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> Does he say yes. that? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, that's the first one that actually is like, cool. Makes sense. Here's yeah. my card. Yeah. Like, I get that. That's cool. So now you have an opportunity for a bonus point page because it won't Ooh. keep you alive or kill you. But cool. he, Roddy Pipey needs to know like where to go. Yeah. And so he asks a uh, bearded tux guy, like, tell me where to go. By what <laughs> does he grab bearded tux guy? He grabs his lapels. No bonus point for you. He grabs him by the beard. Oh, that's awkward. Okay. <laughs> oh, fun. That's aggressive. All right, I'll drink. Grabs him by the beard. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, so then... Um, I don't know. He like is done with bearded tux guy. I don't remember where he goes. He goes away. But Roddy Pipey says to Frankie, he's like, Holly works here. So like, we need to go find Holly. She's my bitch. And we're going to like figure this out together. She's on our team. Yeah. Cause she's the channel 54 scientist. Right. And, oh, and this is where bearded tux guy is like, no, we're already fucked. Like, Everybody is selling out. Like, why not just be on the winning team? Like, that's where he says, like, this is my philosophy of life. That it's like. Basically, what I feel like is happening is, like, the Skeletal Robots aliens are, like, getting humans Mm -hmm. to join them. Yes. And by doing that, they're like, we'll give you raises. You get money. You get power. Yeah. Come join us. Yeah. Oh, Again. okay. Yes. So this is where, yeah. So, which is Reganomics. Exactly. <laughs> so this is where Bearded Tux guy is like, just come be on the winning team. And then another guard comes in and is like, you're not supposed to be here. And Bearded Tux guy is like, zippity zap, goodbye. And he like zip zaps zap. away. He zip zap zaps away. So you make it into the studio, Keith, uh, not you, they make it into the studio and Frank Keith and Roddy Pipey shoot it up. And they're just like, pew, 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 to all the skeletons. Mm -hmm. And then they say to a coffee barista, where is Holly? And I'm like, sir, I don't think this coffee lady knows who Holly is or where she is, but I'm glad they have coffee there, but okay. They do have coffee. She's very pregnant too. Yeah. She, oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. I guess she wasn't, you're not supposed to say coffee. When you're pregnant. So, I don't know. Uh, they're like going through and they're like, where's the roof? Where's the roof? Roddy Pipey and, and Frank Keith. And the SWAT is like following them after them. Like now, like mm-hmm. the jig is up. And so they're going through hallways and they're shooting dudes and the Scalalians, but they're only shooting the Scalalians because they've got the contacts in. 
And we see that the SWAT team is like, they're on the 19th floor. I can hear them. And then Holly appears to which I thought, okay, so you got shot up at the fucking meeting and then just went back to work. Mm -hmm. Like this is all one day. She was like, well, that didn't work out. Head back to the office. And here she is. So she's back at work. Okay. Back at work. And uh, Roddy Pipey grabs her. The alarm is going off. And Roddy Pipey is like, let's go. So he and Frank, Frankie and Holly are like going through the hallways. Roddy Pipey is like kind of ahead of Frankie and Holly. Okay. Holly then holds Frankie back and pulls a delicate little pistol out of her person and shoots him. <gasps> Goodbye. Shoots Frankie. Shoots ah. Frankie. Okay. Holly is not our friend. Goodbye. And so Roddy Pipey makes it up to the roof and mm. he's like, We made it. Yeah. Mm. Where's Frankie? It's only Holly holding a gun out. And Damn. Holding a gun to him and she's like, Don't interfere. Like, you can't win. And mm-hmm. she's actually almost being sweet in that mm-hmm. she's just like, this is, like, beyond you. You know? Like, I like you. I don't want to kill you. But, like, I will. Because I'm not going to, like, fuck this up for myself. Right. So then we see, like, a helicopter. Everyone's out for themselves. Which yeah. it, which which we can't yeah, relate to. to everyone's out for right. themselves. Right, which has no relevance to our current times. I don't understand. Nope. So helicopter is there. So I need you to assume as Roddy mm-hmm. Pipey Page that you are well equipped mm-hmm. and you have a gun being held at you. I do. You're on the roof. What uh-huh. do you do? And what does Roddy Pipey do? <sighs> Holly is like this at you. But Maybe 20 meters away. Meters. Okay. Am I from France? Meters? <laughs> what is a meter? Let's I go. Don't know. I, I do want a meter. I like this is 20 meters away and I'm like, correct. <laughs> yeah. No what way does that I mean? know how long that is. <laughs> We're all just like. Um, yeah. I like have way too much. <laughs> At this point, I've drank a, a ton and I have way too much. Um, I think I can do more than I can. Ah, so I, I take my leg Ooh, and I kick the gun. Pretty Roddy typing. Roddy hubby style. I don't know his name still. I mm-hmm. kick the gun out of her arm. Okay. Um, he says, you don't want to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes. just going to go ahead and prep this now. I'm taking notes. I'm loving this. He says, you don't want to be doing this. Yeah. The creatures crawl at night. <laughs> Final answer. Incredible. Great. Now, what does he do, ma'am? No, that's what he does. Oh, that's what he does. I, like, drop-kicked her. Okay. Because okay. I so, can. So then what do you do? I I kick the gun. You both... Are we kicking hand-in-hand? Hand? I'm sorry. I, no, kicking- no, 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 no. Okay, I kick the gun. You kick the gun. He says, no, 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 good madam. <laughs> No, Do no, no, to- good madam. 
Do not. Yeah. Maybe. This is one doongaloong for you. Because I okay. like that you're going to like fucking, you know, use your drunk hubris and kick the gun out of her hand. I love it. There it is. Dialogue. <laughs> right. I will do a mic drop. Yeah. Which in this movie keeps me alive. So what that? he does is he pulls a secret pistol out of his sleeve <gasps> and shoots her. Pew, pew, pew. Goodbye. Oh my God. Kim, always be my sound <laughs> person. I fucking love that. So he shoots her. Patient and then he's okay. So he still has a gun. So now he's on the roof and we see the big signal satellite. This is where it's all coming from. Giant okay? satellite that is like, okay. All so there's a like sleep, sleep, sleep. All of it. Mm. So there's a helicopter and he just shot Holly, but the signal thingy is right oh, there. The po-po last police helicopters are po-po there. Police uh, helicopters. Helicopters are there. So okay. where did my pen go? It absorbed into my body. Here it is. Know. Last question, Paige. Yes. Last fucking question. The what do you do? There. The Poco <laughs> helicopters are there. What do you do? <laughs> oh God. I put my gun in the air and say, ah. <laughs> Shot of the Dead style. Or is that Love Hot it. Fuzz? Is Love it, it Hot Fuzz or Shot of the Dead? You know Wait, what I'm talking about? You shoot into the air? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> somebody here knows. Have you ever fired a gun in the air and said, ah, it's oh, hot? Okay, yeah, 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 we're yeah, going to get it. There's okay. just a 10 second delay. We're going to get it any okay. minute now. Um, oh, God. Um, fuck it. Hot yeah, fun. he does. He just goes, remember? Yeah. <laughs> he just starts shooting. Okay. Um, to, to I, in what direction? All directions. Up, up, especially. Okay. Okay. And what do you do? Um, hand in hand, I just start shooting. Screw it. Everything I know is done. Like this is like unknown territory. Just shoot it. Fuck it. Paige. Katrin hates this answer. I wanted you to go out on a double thing so badly. He shoots the fucking signal maker and is like, pew, 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 signal down, bitch. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Pew, 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 But then the helicopters are like, no. And so they shoot Roddy Piper. But I shot the helicopters. I was shooting up. Sure. I actually would have given her two half points. I'm not going to lie because he I did it. Girl. I'm feeling charitable. And that wasn't Who's even. going to shoot me if I shoot them first? I'm, that wasn't I'm even charitable. Her. It was just more like, because she was like, I shoot uh-huh. everywhere. So I, I was shoot like, everyone. So let's all take half a half, points. A, half a drink. Because yeah. if you shoot everywhere, you're going to hit the signal and the copters. So. Theoretically. Bernsey, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> Bernsey is your knight in shining armor page. She saved you. So now we now see the repercussions. Oh, so they shoot Roddy. They're like, goodbye, you fucking oh. asshole. But I another bonus. Point. If he was shot, he was definitely shot. 
for it sure. Confusing. Mm-hmm. It got well, real all over wide space of that. Oh, Eric is trying. Guys, Eric is trying to give me a secret note. Let's find out what it is. Oh, it's to, oh, it's just the points. We're not there yet. So here's one opportunity for a bonus point. Okay. Right as you're about to die, Paige. Oh. What do you do? I drop a mic drop. Oh, I say something real stupid. Okay, this should be a what do you do and what does he do? Yeah, what what do you do and what does he do? Yeah, I like that. That's what he does. Okay, mic drop line. I say I mean the same. It's like the same thing. I'm like, damn you. Honestly, I give Italian gestures to a bone. Italian <laughs> gestures. Yes. That is that is that is a point for you, a bonus point Beautiful. for you. It's like, correct. Beautiful. Because, because what he gives them is the finger. And then dies. Yes. I love it. And we see the final few frames is the repercussions of the illusion being lifted. So now all of the scalalians are being revealed oh. to people and they're like, what? And so the newscasters are scalalians and everyone's just like, what? And the very last and frame. And color. Oh, and it's in color. It in sunglasses, it was always black and white. And so now we oh. suddenly see all the scalalians in color in and color. Ed- season thing okay the people at the bar are like watching tv and they're like yeah oh that's true that's interesting because yeah. then the and one guy next to him it's all normal people and then one guy next to them is a scalalian being like what's up what are you guys yeah. doing what's wrong oh now, the final final scene page i yeah i want to remind you that uh <laughs> this is a horror movie in the 80s mm-hmm. and i don't how many boobs have we seen up to this point well, in this movie, none. None. We've Not seen enough. no boobs. And that is unacceptable. It's unheard of. Entirely unacceptable. Yeah. So the very fucking last scene is a woman with prominent exposed breasts riding some dude. And she looks <laughs> down and it's a scalalian. Yes. What? Credit. <laughs> yes. I love it. There we go. Cut to black. They live. Thank you, John Carpenter. You lived through a two and a half hour episode of Women Cat. I thought we were going to get through this entire movie without boobs. Like, I I was like, what is this 80s movie? How dare they? How dare they? They came. Okay. So, do you want to know your points, Paige? Oh, yes. Eric has points. He was our point. Okay. So, out of your dead or lives. Five out of six, Queen. Nice it. work. Because, okay. In, when Catherine told the movie, she said he gives the finger right before he dies, but like kind of on camera. Like I watched that very specific scene right. for a very specific reason, and he doesn't, he's not like, right. He's more <laughs> than like, yeah, like oh, he's definitely down. On, he's on the floor, ground, roof. He's on the floor of the roof. Yeah, he's on the floor mm-hmm. ground of the roof. Yeah, and then okay. the finger, but he doesn't close his eye. He's not like I'm dead, which I thought he was yeah. on my brain. But like, so when we give points to that, it's you know, it has to be like the end of the so credit is alive. So like, we think he's alive. Like, yeah, there could be a sequel as far as yeah. I'm 
there and could potentially live. So dead or alive, five out of six. And then somehow mm-hmm. we managed to have exactly 20 questions, Kim, because we have <gasps> out of 40 points, you got 30. Oh, so good. you have yeah, a that's good. Of 35 out of 46. Wow. Wow. Look at me. Fucking really <laughs> fucking impressive. Really Thank fucking you. impressive. Definitely Thank you. Woo, you guys, we did it. <laughs> we fucking Kim. How are well? Kim. Kim almost made it. I'm choked. Almost. <laughs> she waited till the very last moment to choke. <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> Eric Lane. Are you gonna pop in? I see you. Pop in. Hello. He probably has music or something. Oh, he has music. Um, mm. Oh yeah, more things to say. <laughs> no, I don't joking. think so. I think we uh, no. we did it. Uh, cheers to you! This we is alive. We really did. So much fun. Um, I had the best time. This was so much fun. This was fucking great. We'll have to do this again. Hey, Kim, Kim, Queen of the Double J. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kim, you, Kim, you are my best friend and continue to be so, Paige. You are a queen and madam of horror. And this was a lovely Samhain Eve to spend with you. Uh, I am going to go smoke some weed and pass out. We love you all. Thank you guys for joining us. This was really, really, really fun. We hope you had a great time. It was fucking bananas. We love you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) 